Hoorah, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for Talking Lead, so brace yourself, baby. Alright, Lead Heads, welcome back to another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Lefty. I appreciate you guys giving me a little vacation there. It's about a week and a half off, and we are back with a great episode, episode 293. As I was gone, I left you guys with a supersized edition. It was over two hours of interviews that we did from the 2019 SHOT Show. We had our good buddy Buell from Fiocchi Ammunition. Also joining us during that interview, we had our good buddy Paul Markle and Jared Markle of Student of the Gun. We did a little rap session with our buddy Ryan from All Tie Gear, and he brought along his super fabric expert to school you guys on that material that their awesome boots are made out of. And then we also had our good buddy Andrew from Century Arms. He brought along Jason to fill us in on all the great things that's coming from Century Arms. And then, of course, helping me co-host that episode, we had none other than Jeremy Smith with Smith & Bradley Watches, giving us an update on all the great things coming from them. So got another great episode coming up for you guys. Information-packed. We're going to be talking smart butt stocks. We're going to be talking roller-delayed blowback guns. Blast from the past, our good buddy Zeke the Squatch comes by, and he brings a friend of his that are helping our veterans. It's an organization called Hero Hunt. That's Joe Towers. We even get a visit from the governor of Idaho. So this is going to be another great episode. Continuing these kick-ass interviews that we did during the 2019 SHOT Show from the Buck Knives Booths, sponsors of the Lead Quarters. But all that's coming up in this episode, so stay tuned for that. So let me fill you guys in on what all I've been up to uh, during my time off. As you know, I went down to the Big Three East down in Daytona Beach, the Tiger Bay area down there, and uh, had a great time. The weather was perfect, some of the best weather that we've had during that event in a long time, and I took advantage of it, so I got a lot of range time in, and uh, didn't do as many interviews as I normally do. But uh, the ones that we did are really good interviews, and I look forward to bringing those to you guys uh, in an upcoming episode. I'm going to have uh, a few other people that were there that attending, that were attending, help roll in those episodes as I as I bring them to you guys. Also had the opportunity to take a two-day LaRue Tactical Armors course, and the instructor's name was Robert G. And this guy's a genius. I mean, he's forgotten more information about rifles, about AR-15 and gunsmithing them than, than I'll ever learn, probably. But it was a great course, picked up a lot of golden nuggets. So that's something that we're going to bring to you leadheads as well. Robert G. is going to join us on an upcoming episode. Get some good tips and tricks for you home armorers. And maybe if you want to take it a little step further, he'll be able to... Um, Tell you guys what you need to do to enroll in some of their armors courses that they have there at LaRue Tactical. So those tips and tricks that I learned from Robert have come in handy. I've ordered some new parts, been doing some home projects. You've been seeing me post those on 
social media and Instagram. Uh, good buddies over at Palmetto State Armory have really been coming through for me and get me some of those unique parts that I've been looking for to complete some of these projects. Keltec, one of the sponsors of Talking Lead, I've been working on a PLR 16. I've had it for a few years now, and uh, I didn't really know what direction that I wanted to really head with it. But since those pistol braces have have really come a long way in their design, I decided to do a a, a pistol brace build with my PLR-16. And I used a Midwest Industries handguard and a Palmetto State Armory pistol brace. Uh, They sent the buffer and the brace itself, the springs, the whole assembly kit. Uh, Got all that, put it together. It looks really good. I'm really pleased with how that turned out. So you guys go check out Palmetto State Armory. They've always got great deals there for pretty much any part that you can think of for your AR, your AK, your pistols, whatever it may be, they've got it there. So some things I've got coming up, and this one is sooner than later. This is probably as you guys are listening to this, I'll be at this course or we'll have just finished it up. Um, But as you guys know, I've mentioned in some episodes past, we've had Rob Pincus on with uh, PDN and ICE training. I've been working with him, collaborating with him and some of you lead heads, thank you for all your help. Jerry Black, Kenny Ortega for putting some classes together, uh, specifically for you lead heads here in Nashville. That one just happens to be this weekend, and I'll be there. And I hope to see some of you lead heads there. I know a few of you will be attending, so I'm looking forward to meeting you in person, going through this intuitive defensing shooting class with y'all. And that's going to be at Royal Range. So if any guys are in town, going to be in town. Swing by. We'll be out there training Saturday and Sunday. That'll be the um, 6th and 7th. But if not, you guys go to the website. Uh, you can go to their website, icetraining.com. Go to their calendar. You can see a list of all the courses that they're offering across the nation. Uh, but that next Leadhead class is going to be the one in Pala, California, July 17th and 18th. If you're going to be in that area, you want to go to that class, that one is the next one that's specifically for you leadheads. So let them know you're a leadhead when you sign up, and they're going to take good care of you. And any of these other classes that they have around the country, too, I've noticed that some of you have commented online that you'd like to attend some other ones that we didn't specifically work with them on. Uh, But let them know you're a leadhead. You never know. They may hook you up and give you a good deal on those as well. So speaking of good deals and taking care of you lead heads, make sure you go and show some love to our sponsors, the official optics of Talking Lead, Right On Optics. Check them out at rightonoptics.com. We had that great interview with Hoist Gracie during our Optics 101 class with our good buddy J-Mac from Right On. It was awesome of him to hook that interview up. We're going to get Hoist back on. We're actually in talks with uh, maybe doing some things with him. He had mentioned he may be coming to the Nashville area sometime later this year. So that could be coming down the pike, another interview with Hoist Gracie. Uh, and then speaking of things coming up, we also have that Charlie Melton uh, world record long rifle shot that he's going to be doing out in Utah. So I am in the planning stages of getting that finalized and getting out there to cover that. Uh, it's really going to be uh, an awesome event. I mean, just the thought of somebody shooting a target from 7,000 yards away, it's going to be amazing. So one way or the other, we're going to get Charlie on and Brad and, and the gang to talk about that. And that's coming up 
I believe that's going to be the 18th through the, the 21st or some, something around there. They're going to have a video crew down there videoing the whole thing. So uh, crossing our fingers and hope everything works out that we'll be able to be there for that too. X Steel Targets. X Steel Targets. The best, most affordable AR500 steel targets on the market today. They're going to be there during that shot. So Bud Custom made some targets for Charlie just for this world record shot. So those will be awesome to check those out. Uh, Bud also joined me down at Big 3 East. He brought a lot of his targets down there uh, to become the new official target for the Big 3 East. So congratulations to Bud on that. You guys check him out, xsteeltargets.com. He had that Texas star down there, and I tell you, it was probably the hit. People love shooting that Texas star. We got some pretty hot competitive shooting competitions going between a lot of us down there where we were shooting that. Yeah, it was really a good time. He had the dueling tree down there, and then he had his silhouette targets. He had one of his hostage targets. He had his coyote target down there, one of his harvest targets. Uh, really good time shooting those AR 500 steel targets. Check them out, xsteeltargets.com. And of course, we've told you before, the modern Spartan Systems oil, Charlie has been using that in his rifles for a while now and, and really swears by it. Helps his accuracy with that Spartan accuracy oil. And then, of course, they've got all the other cleaning solutions that you need. The, need, the carbon destroyer, the greases, the copper, the copper destroyer. So check them out, modernspartansystems.com. So before we get into that lineup of awesome interviews that I just told you about, we got to take care of some jack wagons, guys. You you have filled my inbox with jack wagons, so let's knock a few of those out before we get into these interviews. Gunny, bring that train in. Hoorah, simplified, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. Man, oh man, where to start? Let's go with this one. This is uh, from Craig Bathurst, Craig B. Craig writes in, here's another jack wagon to put on the train. Democrat Pennsylvania Representative Angela Cruz from around Philadelphia. Looks like she introduced and sponsored House Bill 768, which creates gun registration in Pennsylvania. Craig goes on to say, this is a terrible bill that is unconstitutional and infringes on the rights of law-abiding citizens. He says, I have already wrote my representatives about this bill and notified my Sportsman Association fellow members. So good job. Way to go, Craig. Uh, that's that's the best thing that you can do. when When bills like this get introduced, the best thing to do is inundate your representatives, your senators, your local politicians, and let them know how much you oppose these things. Or if it's one you agree with, you know, show them the support as well. That, it, it, you know, it works both ways. But you got to be loud. You got to be boisterous. You got to make your, your opinions heard. And to do that, you got to be louder than the other side. And, and Craig, you did the right thing. So good job. And all you other uh, Pennsylvanians, help Craig out in stymieing Bill 768. So thanks for sending that in, Craig. So this next one is kind of up in that area as well. We're going to go to New Jersey. And New Jersey is suing a California company over ghost guns. 
This one comes to us from Leadhead Jeffrey Haddix. And Jeffrey sent me a link here, so I'm going to go to this link. And it says, New Jersey's Attorney General announced a lawsuit Friday against a California company that sells mail-order firearm parts that can be turned into working weapons. (laughs) Okay. The first such action the state has taken since it banned so-called ghost guns, that's in quote, last year. Because there's no such thing as a ghost gun. It doesn't exist. It's A ghost gun is uh, an unserialized firearm, is what they're calling a ghost gun. The lawsuit filed Thursday alleges that Apple Valley-based U.S. Patriot Armory and owner-founder James Trombley Jr. violated New Jersey's consumer fraud laws when it advertised and sold gun parts to an undercover investigator last month. The company was sent a letter in December asking it to stop advertising, offering for sale, and or selling ghost guns and ghost gun parts to New Jersey residents, according to the suit. But in February, an investigator for the Attorney General's office ordered parts for an AR-15 assault rifle. (laughs) It's just a rifle, guys. It's an AR-15 rifle. The shipment was received this month, according to the suit. According to the Attorney General... Gerbeyer Gerwal. <laughs> Fifteen other companies that received similar letters have either posted warnings to potential New Jersey buyers on their website or removed the state from list of available shipping addresses. The lawsuit seeks civil penalties and to stop the company from shipping parts to New Jersey. A phone message seeking comment was left Friday with the company. Ghost guns are unregistered weapons that don't have serial numbers. I just said that. Companies sell the nearly complete weapons often along with the parts needed to finish them as well as training so the firearms can be completed. So what they're talking about are 80% lowers that you as an individual have the right to finish on your own unserialized And you don't have to serialize those. Uh, There's no law that says you have to do that. I guess there's some certain state laws that do now. Um, But it's completely legal for you to, as long as you don't engage in the sale of that firearm. If you intend to sell it, then at that point you have to get a serial number for it, register it, and then you can sell it. But as long as you're going to keep possession of that firearm and own it yourself, you don't have to serialize it. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm not an attorney. So consult your local attorney for local laws and rules and regulations. Uh, but he goes on to say, Democrat New Jersey Governor Phil Murray signed a law last fall that made it a crime punishable by up to five years in prison to buy gun parts for use in making firearms with no serial numbers. It's also a crime to possess an unregistered assault firearm in New Jersey, punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Uh, assault. I mean, they just assault firearm. It's, it's just whatever they want it to be, basically, is what an assault firearm is. Uh, but it says specifically for these, these, you can't order parts for these ghost guns. So how do they know if you're ordering a trigger, if you're ordering a handguard, if you're ordering a buttstock? Um, what it's for. So I don't understand that part of it. Uh, so it goes on to say, 
that five years prison by gun parts used in making firearms with no serial numbers. It is also a crime to possess an unregistered assault firearm in New Jersey, punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Uh, and there's quotes, by advertising and selling dangerous and illegal ghost guns to New Jersey residents, failing to disclose the criminal liability buyers are exposing themselves to, and affirmatively misrepresenting that these guns are legal to purchase, this company has shown blatant disregard for New Jersey's consumer protection laws. Division of Consumer Affairs Acting Director Paul Rodriguez said in a statement. Uh, so dangerous. I mean, all guns are dangerous. All knives are dangerous. All cars are dangerous. Uh, all liquids are dangerous. <laughs> you have the ability to choke on them. Um, illegal ghost guns. They're not illegal. They're not federally illegal anyway. Uh, and speaking of, that's going to be something else that we're going to talk about. So, um, but anyway, I mean, this is just, this is ludicrous. Uh, a California company, an idiot in New Jersey who, who broke their, their rules. Actually, it was an undercover guy, so it wasn't even, so it was probably entrapment. But I think this, I think this California company, what is it? Patriot, U.S. Patriot Armory, uh, I think they'll probably, they should prevail in this and uh, show these people what a big jack wagons they are. So uh, <laughs> we don't know all the specifics of the of the case and, and what's going on with this in this article. So I don't know if anybody has any more information on this, send it to me. I'd like to get more details, uh, but it sounds like entrapment to me that they set these guys up, and uh, I think they'll probably lose this this court case. I hope they do anyway. So welcome to the jack wagon train, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, and uh, whoever this undercover uh, guy was who, who set this uh, U.S. Patriot Army up, armory, U.S. Patriot Armory up. Uh, if anybody has an in with U.S. Patriot Armory, I'd love to get them on the show and get their side of this. So talkinglet at gmail.com, let me know. All right, good one, Jeffrey. So let's go to our next one. And this is kind of a one of those Darwin uh, Award kind of jack wagons. And this comes to us from Leadhead Kenneth H. McGee. Two men arrested for taking turns testing bulletproof vest on each other. <laughs> okay, and he sends me the link here and... <laughs> Two good old Billy Bobs with their uh, mug shots. Pretty funny. I'll read this story. This is Benton County, Arkansas. Police arrested two men after they took turns shooting one another while wearing bullet-resistant vests, according to a probable cause affidavit. <laughs> okay. Charles Eugene Ferris, 50, and Christopher Hicks, 36, were arrested Monday. This is April the 1st. April Fool's. Maybe this is an April Fool's joke they played on each other. In connection with aggravated assault. They were released on a $5,000 bond and were issued a no-contact order from Benton County Jail on the 2nd. Benton County Sheriff's Deputy... Um, I'm not going to read all these people's names. Went to Mercy Hospital around 11 p.m. Sunday... March 31st to investigate to investigate a male who had been shot multiple times while wearing a bulletproof vest. 
the officer interviewed Ferris, who had a red spot on his chest. Ferris told an elaborate story to try and cover up the truth. He said someone from the edge of a tree line began shooting at him and the, quote, asset on Highway 12, according to the affidavit. Ferris changed his story about the incident and said he did not want to get Hicks in trouble, so he made up the story uh, prior to his statement. He then told police what really happened and said he had been drinking, (laughs) duh, on his back deck with Hicks and wanted Hicks to shoot him with the vest on. Hicks shot Ferris with a twenty-two caliber semi-automatic rifle. The bullet hit the top left corner of the vest, stopping the bullet, but leaving a red mark. Ferris told police he was, quote, pissed, and Hicks put the vest on. Ferris then unloaded the clip into Hicks' back, <laughs> according to the police report. No rounds from the twenty-two caliber semi-automatic rifle penetrated the vest. Well, there you go. I mean, that... That's a pretty good test for the for the twenty two. I wonder if they were gonna like start at the twenty two and work their way up to higher calibers. Um, it doesn't say what vest they were using or anything like that, but I don't know what the crime is. Uh, I guess you're not supposed to shoot people with bulletproof vest on. I don't know. Nobody was hurt or injured. It doesn't look like. I guess maybe he had some bruises or something. But I guess when since they went to the hospital, the hospital has to report. Uh, gunshot-related wounds. So that's how the police got involved, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Jack Wagon Train, Eugene and Christopher. Yeehaw! So in our last episode, Jeremy and I talked about the massacre that happened in New Zealand at the, the mosque. And here's a story kind of following up with that. It says, New Zealand confiscations begin Police going to gun owners' homes, jobs, one gun owner dead. So, you know, I I don't guess their citizens were behind this as much as they were letting on, which I'd be interested to see more of these stories. So as you leadheads are out there and you see more of these stories about um, the disapproval of uh, New Zealand passing the the banning of semi-automatic rifles and, and weapons in that country, I'd like to see those. And this is one, and this came to us from from Kenneth H. McGee. So he's he sent us two in. So thanks, Kenneth, for that. And I did ask you guys to keep me updated on this last episode, so thank you for doing that. Um, Talkingleadgmail.com, you guys want to submit jack wagons. If you got elaborations on some of these these stories and things that we're talking about, be happy to see those. Just shoot me an email, talkingleadgmail.com. Uh, but this article go. this article says... According to members of New Zealand's largest firearm forum, Kiwi police are starting to go to gun owners' places of employment, homes, and even visiting gun ranges in an attempt to gather information and get gun owners to relinquish their firearms. Additionally, it appears that New Zealand's crackdown on semi-automatic long guns has claimed its first victim. According to Stuff, which appears to be New Zealand's equivalent to the patch, which I don't know what the patch is either, A former Russian soldier who feared going back to prison tried to call his son before dying of a suspected suicide following a three-hour standoff with police. Family of 54-year-old Troy Dubosky told Stuff he was sought by police after his property in the 
Christ Church suburb of St. Martin's was searched on Tuesday. Police acted on information from the public. His son posted a photo with him wearing a Russian army helmet and posing with an airsoft rifle on social media. Davoski's 16-year-old son, who stuff has decided not to name, said police searched the home of his father, mother, grandparents, uh, and grandparents after some reported a photo the teen made his profile picture on Facebook five days ago. The photo, which he first posted to Facebook several years ago, shows the teen holding a replica rifle wearing a Russian helmet. The teen used the equipment along with his father while playing airsoft, a team sport where people shoot each other with pellets using replica guns. <laughs> so I guess it's okay to shoot yourself with uh, with pellet guns, but you can't shoot yourself with a twenty-two wearing a bulletproof vest. Of course, it's two different countries, too. But anyway, uh, the boy's father was a veteran of the Soviet and later Russian army and spent time in Afghanistan, Chechnya, while, uh, in Chechnya while assigned to a special forces unit. Upon a search of the residence, police found an 8mm blank pistol, an airsoft rifle, and an SKS carbine. The SKS is now illegal under the country's new ban. So... There you go. The confiscations in New Zealand have begun, and I bet we're going to start hearing more stories like this of people not fully cooperating in giving up their um, inalienable God-given right to protect themselves. More to come. All right, so we'll do one more. And uh, this is another one from Jeffrey Haddix. Jeffrey Wright says, hey, lefty, what is the opposite of a jack wagon? I know we have a train to send those members of our great nation that disrespect our rights, property, and most of all, our freedom. But isn't it about time we have a special recognition for those that champion those same things? I don't know exactly what we should call these everyday heroes, but you are the idea guy. Well, thanks. I have a few ideas. If there was such an honor, I would like to recognize Judge Roger T. Bennett of the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of California. So this kind of gets us into the the other thing I was talking about earlier. His decision recognizing striking down California's unconstitutional magazine ban recognized our rights, our property, and our freedoms. I don't think the fight is over yet for us in the once great state of California, and hopefully this will be a catalyst for taking back our freedoms. Though retiring to a freedom-loving state like Tennessee is very appealing, if these restrictions are allowed to stand here, they will grow slowly and contaminate the rest of our nation. So like I said, I don't know if the title hero or patriot are what the award should be, but I think they should be recognized for keeping America great. Thanks again for all the great interviews you do, better than any other podcast, Jeff Haddix. Well, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. And uh, yes, this is something that we need to be aware of. If you guys haven't, I've made some posts on social media um, kind of celebrating this um, decision that uh, Judge Bennett's uh, made, uh, saying that the... uh, the high capacity, you know, I put in quote, high capacity magazine ban that California has had for the past, I don't know, a decade, two decades, 
was overturned, but it is um, under protest. So it, it isn't, you know, they're not out of the woods yet. But I know a lot of the online, <laughs> you know, this gets to the guy in, in California that got in trouble in New Jersey, the online gun companies have opened up their 30-round-plus magazine sales to California now. And uh, I know Palmetto State was one of those uh, that opened it up uh, probably earlier than anybody else. But, uh, yes, uh, if you guys, and I'm going to leave it to you leadheads because you leadheads have the best ideas of all. So come up with a, a name for the opposite of our jack wagon train, and we will, um, you know, I'll start recognizing the people who do great things for our country, our Constitution, uh, our Second Amendment rights, uh, and we'll start we'll start acknowledging that. So yeah, good idea, Jeff. I appreciate that. But like I said, uh, they're not out of the woods yet, and you know if they can make this unconstitutional in California, they can do it in these other states as well. So we really need to get on board with this, uh, help our fellow Californians uh, in this support, backing this decision. Uh, and making sure that it doesn't get overturned. Kind of like the, you know, the gun grabbers and trying to get things banned, like the bump stocks, you know, they got the bump stocks banned. Uh, and, you know, there's that slippery slope to where if they do that, then it's going to lead to other things. Well, hopefully we've started on the other end of that, that candle and started our fire burning. Uh, this is our slippery slope. Keep me posted as updates on this uh, come through, guys. Talkingletgmail.com. Send those to me. I want to keep my finger on this pulse. So there we go. Good jack wagon train this week, guys. Uh, got a lot more. Wasn't able to get to them. But uh, keep keep them coming in. Send them to me. Talkingletgmail.com. Put in the subject uh, jack wagon train. And then send me your ideas on what we should do to honor uh, those that fight the good fight and make the right decisions like this uh, Judge Roger T. Bennett of the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of California has done. And then, of course, any other ideas, suggestions, comments you have, you can always send those to me, talkingletgmail.com. I know a lot of you guys reach out to me on Facebook through uh, the private messaging and on Instagram, and that's fine, too. Uh, I don't check those as often. I've turned off my notifications, just so you know. Uh, so, but I do check them periodically and I will see them. It may be not as soon as I would see an email. So just so you know, a little heads up there. All right, guys, let's get into these awesome interviews that we're, uh, continuing from the 2019 SHOT Show from the Buck Knives official lead quarters booth coming at you now. What'd you got? I don't know. Okay. Is that all that's left? Yeah. Double X for, for Mike. Two X. Oh, wow. Those went. Two X's and three X's is all we got left. Two X probably for me. I could use it as a blanket. You could use that after we sleep in it. <laughs> you know somebody that could wear it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this should be good for me, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's 100% something, so I don't know. It's 100% it's something. It's not going to shrink. They're already it's shrunk. Not, no, they're already shrunk. Sorry, Mike. Pre-shrunk. No, it's fine. fine. Pre-shrunk. I should have got here earlier. Oh, well, mm-hmm. like two days ago. Sorry. Damn it. So, Dini. I was, t- uh, you know, it's crazy. I knew a guy that works here with 
talked to Led. I was texting him, and he wasn't responding. So. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Well, he's, like, he's where got... Where are you? What are you doing? He's got a uh, social coordinator over here that's supposed to be keeping up. <laughs> Passing the blame to her. Here, you keep up with that for me. All right, guys. We got another interview coming at you from the 2019 SHOT Show from the official lead quarters of Buck Knives here in Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. And we've got a, a native. You're not, you're not from Vegas, but you live here now, so I can't say you're native. I lived here since 2005. Okay, so long enough, right? Right. Would you call yourself native? Now? Yeah. Yeah. I've been here long enough. Okay. All right. Spent enough time here. So you can take the boy out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the boy. Never. <laughs> if you don't recognize the voice by now... You hadn't been listening to our podcast long enough. It's none other than Mike Sodini. Here I am. Here I am. Yay. Eagle Imports and his latest venture, Walk the Talk America. Yes. Which has kept you extremely busy since you started it. Yeah, I wanted to make my life super complicated, so I was like, "Wasn't complicated t- enough." Take, with take on a second job for a nonprofit <laughs> that makes me no money, but we're doing great things. So it's you are doing great it. things, and uh, you guys make sure you go back and check our past episodes. We have Mike on talking about Walk the Talk America, uh, but just just catch our listeners up real quick on the the concept of Walk the Talk America. Uh, the concept basically is is bridging the gap between the mental health community and the firearms industry. Um, we got to talk to each other to kind of figure this thing out. Don't we don't have to use any legislation? We can we can talk to the other side or the so-called other side and find out what policies, programs work the best for people. Uh, our industry needs it. Um, they need to understand us, right? right. As, a, as gun culture, um, and we need to understand them. And we need to understand them. Yeah, right? That's that's part of how how you make things work and communicating is key to that and what you've done is you got their phone number they got your phone number you bridge that gap like you said and you're bringing together yep and you you teamed up with mental health of america mental health america yep and at shot show we had a booth uh that was donated by nssf Uh, i was downstairs uh nice little walk to talk america mental health america collaboration Mm -hmm. uh we brought out our suicide prevention program for ranges mm-hmm. uh, and just had a bunch of literature uh, pamphlets we also had uh, the vice president of mental health america in the booth talking to people learning about gun culture you know everything it was great like so know. was it was it like a shock to them or were they really taking it in and i think i think that she was impressed with you know how responsible we are how much we talk about responsibility uh-huh. uh, there was a lot of sharing of stories how that's kind of the forefront of all of our conversations when we're talking about firearms is yeah. safety always first and education yeah. yeah so so she was like wow yeah well the good the good news is is uh i also teamed up with the nevada coalition of suicide prevention this guy richie and, and he had his team working the booth too because i had to be bouncing around between two floors right yeah you're uh, doing eagle and the yeah, but Rich was, you know, he's an ex-military guy, and a, he's he loves guns. So it was cool because he's so he's kind of already there. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So he was able to tell a lot of the work done, and I'm sure he probably could help with you know bring the other people on board. Oh yeah, he was walking he's on both sides. Yeah, he was walking Debbie around, and it was teaching her everything. 
I mean, everything. She was learning so much because she's never had an issue with firearms. I mean, that's that's one cool thing about Debbie. But she doesn't know anything. So right. she's just, you know, like as she likes to put it, she's Switzerland. She's neutral. She doesn't, you know, so she was learning a lot. You know, so that's what we need, though. We need people to understand, you know, even the little nuances like the difference between semi-automatic and automatic and you right. know, those things, you know, like that's that's what we're going to get. Yeah, guys. and, you know, a magazine versus a clip and, you yep. know, all, all this kind of stuff. So get, getting her caught up on not just uh, the terminology and whatnot, but you brought her here to get a feel of the people because, I mean, what better place, you know, to get a feel of the gun culture than coming to an event like SHOT Show? Absolutely. You know, so that was genius of you to thank you. I try, I'm trying to reach man. out that you know, <laughs> off of that olive branch and uh, to date, you know, since you started this, you guys have have got some programs in place. You're doing some things in the schools. Yep, we uh, we got some SOS kits. Uh, we we basically pay for high schools, middle schools to have these kits that train teachers to spot certain aspects. And, you know, basically give them mental health awareness right. uh, where they can look for it in the kids. We also, you know, we've been passing out these bands. Uh, yeah, everyone's got them on. on. Yeah. yeah. You don't even have to take them off to shower. You can keep them on forever. You can wear them forever? Yeah, you don't even have to. Is that ink going to last forever? Is it ever going to wear out? doesn't matter because I give you a new You know, one I love the color that you <laughs> chose for your Walk to Talk America. I mean, that's talking lead green right there, baby. Yep, and that is the co- color of fighting on, in the open for mental health. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was great. One funny story. I've never... Okay, so I've done all these shows and done radio spots and TV spots talking about the whole Walk to Talk America thing, but I've never actually done it in front of someone from the MHA. Or MHA. Uh-huh. And it was the most nerve-wracking thing. A <laughs> mental health expert like walks around the corner, and I'm doing an interview, and she's just like staring at me You're right <laughs> hanging on your every word they're really big on like language you know yeah. what i mean so it's like retraining your brain not to say certain things like commit suicide right uh-huh. take your took their life or like things like that that you just so they don't they don't want you to head. say commit suicide no because you're not committing a crime you're not you know like uh-huh. it's important to them i know it's what it, it is what it is but like but do you think that came not through laws but through biblical sense because you're committing a sin I think that's where the the base of it started from but I get what you're saying and the way people phrase words and how they're interpreted so yes right something dirty I guess you right. put it that way exactly right? yeah I'm not going to argue with her. Yeah, don't argue with her. So they don't I'm like the term commit. I'm commits. trying to build the bridge here. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, there's just little little things, right? Like, uh, you know, I mess up all the time. And saying but crazy. And having calling her people watch crazy. Me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was a big when, thing, right? Yeah. 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 I, I learned that. You taught me that. Yeah. yeah. Stop saying a lunatic or a psychopath of the gun, right? right? Like, things like that add to the stigma. Um and you're going to screw up. Look, we are. It We're happens. Just, yeah, I mean, it's going to take a while. Just I mean, I'm, come on. I'm, I'm kind of ingrained in my ways. And yeah. But, <laughs> but I can change, too. Yeah, but so, like, I mean, it's just little things like that. It's, and give and take, right? Like, you know, there's certain things that we have to explain to her, and she's got to hit those marks, too. So. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. works both ways. Right. You know? Exactly. So. But it, that's, that's the willingness, you know. That's the great thing is the willingness to want to come and learn our side and vice versa us wanting to go and learn that side right and it's give and take like you said man when you have that open dialogue and there's that trust factor the cool thing about it is they 
the guards down so they see certain aspects like of red flag laws which you know they they try to stay neutral on but you know when i explained to her certain things she was like that is ridiculous like that is ridiculous that in right. new jersey in a time of crisis you cannot hand your gun to a friend or family member and have them leave the house because then now you're both felons i'm sure she's heard that before but when your guard's up, you're just like, whatever. You know, sure. It's a gun thing. Now she's like, wait a minute, you can't? That is ridiculous. We're yeah. going to fight against that. We're going to get our advocacy group on it. So so for our listeners who don't know what that is, explain what that the red flag law, law is. Uh, well, you know, there's a handful of states that have red flag laws, and it's a dirty word in our industry. And it, it freaks people out because people are afraid that they will not get their due process if they're accused of having some mental health crisis or issue so and the way that works is uh if you uh, as an individual suspect someone else of having mental problems or issues that could result in either harm to them or harm to someone else then you go report them and am i telling it right if i'm if i'm wrong no you are you are um i want to make sure i understand it properly as well yeah and that was I was supposed to get David up here. I actually brought somebody to the SHOT Show who's very pro 2A. Oh, yeah. I remember you said. Yeah, that had to red flag flag his father in Washington State. Right, and how reluctant he was to do it. Super reluctant, but super objective guy. And Because a lot of us talk about red flag laws, and we don't know anybody that's had to do them or or any of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh. And what happens is once you report them, then the authorities have to go out to that person's residence and then we'll clear all the firearms out or yeah i mean but here's here's like something that i learned from david going through this process was the police were really working with him to keep it in the family okay they were giving them every opportunity and the cops were like look we're here on standby you know unless you He's say guiding go. them to right and uh not have to really come in and enforce that right and unfortunately he had to call him in it was just too much and you know um but you know that's something i didn't know right because it's this kind of thing or you think it's like stormtroopers that are just going to come in you know no kick your door in right yeah they're humans try to fix this right like so uh that was kind of a fascinating thing but i think i will have him on your show because i he he wanted to do it it, yeah yeah so we can get him on a later date yeah or if you want me to come back out to Las Vegas, is this right. where he lives? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll come too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Sure. Yeah. So Tia's going to ask a question. So when you, if the red flag thing was to come up and the cops came and took the guns away, do you ever get them back or they're they're gone? You you lose them for good. Uh, actually, they let David transfer the guns into his name. Now, see, here's one of the things about that. It, it, David flat out says, Mike, if I didn't make a good living, I came from like an underserved or underprivileged community or anything like that. Yeah. Like, he's like, I wouldn't have been able to take the guns. Wouldn't be able to afford it? Yeah, he wouldn't right. be able to afford it because it's the transfers, you know. And he had to send them down to Colorado where he lives because he's not from Washington. So, I mean, there's these little things you learn. Sure. And uh, probably depends, too, if you're, if you're in a gun-friendly state. Right of how this goes down. This is my favorite, by the way. People really in the yard to yeah. work with you. Right. So, 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 Danny brought a friend with him, and inter- introduce your friend, Mike. Uh, this is Mike Baker from 
Alpha Guardian, but you know him as Cannon Safe, the Gun Vault. Stack on safes. Stack on safes. I'm reading all. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a. Got yeah, yeah we, we we own a slew of brands, and uh, but but yeah, we're we're safe manufacturers. Safe makers, yeah. Yep. Mike Baker, the safe maker. Mike Baker, the safe maker. What? So it's ah, a great little Mike. jingle, right? <laughs> You've never heard that one before. No, I actually haven't. No, Are you not? First time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So part of the uh, range program that we are introducing at SHOT Show, um, we were looking to partner with somebody. We kind of knew it was going to be Mike, but um, Gun Vault has painted these safes green, which they will be displayed on the counter at the gun ranges with the WTTA literature. And these places will be safe havens for people to come and check in their guns if they're going through an issue. And believe it or not, there are a lot of people that kind of police themselves. police themselves right right um but once again we're trying to to make it okay for people to go back to where they've got the gun or you know mm-hmm. having that outlet and being like i can just drop these off do what i need to do maybe you're going through a divorce maybe it's you know seven days of you know some sort of stressful right event in your life that you just don't feel confident around having a, a weapon exactly and Maybe it's not even you. Maybe it's you know your your kid in your home, True. or or maybe it's your your sure. spouse or just somebody else in your home, and you just go, you know what? And maybe you don't have a safe, and so you say, you know, I, I got to do something. Right. I don't want to just dispose of them. Right. And the ranges, do they obviously they have to agree to take part in this? What what kind of liability is on there? There is no the liability range? because it usually gets checked in as. The way around that is getting checked in is gunsmith work. Okay. So, you know, they so basically they go there, take guns them. up. And, you so know. you guys are working with ranges across the nation to, yeah. to implement this program? Yeah, and there are ranges doing similar programs. Uh, you know, there are people that have their system already. Right. Uh, but we just want to make, you know, the, the idea of the green safe, and if you see it, we, we should have brought one. We should have brought one. Idiots. Um, <laughs> if you see it, it pops, right? Yeah. Like, so you, if you're in a gun store, you're gonna definitely be like, "What is that?" It's gonna stand yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we've had it in our booth here at Shot Show for the last couple of days, and it's sitting out on a counter, and we have a booth full of safes, and people are walking through, and they just stop, and they go, "Why is there a green safe in your booth?" And it's just a conversation starter. Okay. And then yeah. we go through and explain the whole, you know, the whole thing behind it, and they're like, "That's brilliant." Yeah. It really is. Um, so how do how would people go about? They just call their local range and see if they're. Well, that's the thing. We're taking part in this program. Rob and I are pretty much spearheading finding the ranges that want to be part of this, okay. or going through the Walk to Talk America website and saying, "I'm interested in this." Well, let's help help take some work off you guys. Let's reach out to the Leadheads. And let's have them go to their local range. Yes. And talk to your local range, see if there's something that you, they would be interested in. Get in touch with me, talkingledgemail.com. I'll get in touch with Mike, or Mike, give give your direct information where they can get in touch with you. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, social media, any, I mean, you find me anyway. You find me through the Walk Talk America website. Uh, right. You know, Eagle Imports. Eagle uh, Imports. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yep. I'm out there. Instagram. But yeah, I mean, and there's probably, I know I've got several people that own ranges that are listening to the show too. So if you guys are interested in that, get in touch with me, talking at gmail.com, put uh, WTTA safe program. Is that? Yeah, just go to the WTTA. In the subject. Yeah, yeah, so I'll know what it it is. And uh, we'll get, 
trying to take some workload off of you, brother. Thank you. I need that. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to talk about his new safe, the idea, the concept that we came up with. Uh, you know. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we we have a we have another uh, concept that that Mike and I were rolling around um, that we are just getting ready to launch. Um, so, going along the, these lines of mental health, uh, we started thinking about if you if you don't have a range where you can take your firearms to, then uh, you're not going to take them down to the police department and say, hey, I'm having suicidal thoughts. You mind holding them my guns for me? If you ever want to get them back, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be back in three days to pick them up. <laughs> it's not going to happen. See how well that goes. So we said, how does somebody um, who's responsible but can recognize that they're going through a situation, how can they take the steps in their own home? So we came up with the idea that uh, at the time I was working on developing some smart locks uh, that you can use through Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and you have a phone app. And uh, we said, what if we, could, what if we could program the safe to go to sleep for a period of time and you couldn't access it. Just be inoperable. It. Just yeah. be inoperable. Just shut it down. And um, I met with uh, with my programmers. We developed it, put it all together, and we're just getting ready to launch that. So uh, very the, cool. So so if you're if you're having those type of thoughts, um, you can just program your safe for whether it's 24 hours, three days, a week, whatever the time frame is that you need. You can put it in a in a sleep mode. And uh, Mike likes to call or it. Or a cri- loved one can do that. Yeah, or a loved one. Mike likes to call it a crisis. Uh, yeah, crisis mode. Crisis mode. Okay. And, Problem mode. And yeah. um, it, it you can't you can't take it out of that. So if you put it in for three days, you're locked out for three days. Gotcha. Um, and then hopefully after that, you've you've kind of settled yourself down and maybe got the help that you needed. Right. Um, then you're right back at it, back to life. Now would this be something? And Mike and I have talked about this, and you probably talked to him about it as well. Is this you have to be there physically to do this, or is this like a, an app you could do, and you could do it like if I'm on a business trip, and you know my loved one calls me, or friend calls me, and says, "Hey, man, I'm really having some issues. Can you, you know, implement safe, safe yeah. mode?" So, so right now it's it's through um, it's through the app, okay, an app on your phone. That app is tied directly to your safe. Okay. So. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people who suffer is it a from Bluetooth thing, Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi or, or Bluetooth. Okay. We have it in different versions. Um, the the first one we're bringing out just on our smaller Gun Vault products will be a Bluetooth. Okay. But um, you know, a lot of people who who do suffer from some type of uh, mental health uh, issue might have a loved one that helps them monitor their health, mm-hmm. and so you know they can with that loved one. Maybe the loved one puts it in into that sleep mode, or maybe they do it. Yeah, yeah that, but there's I, many options. Yeah, that one, the concept kind of came. I was I was taking an Uber. I was I, speaking at Denver Gun Days. I was doing a mental health thing where I was speaking. Um, I was taking an Uber to the airport, and the guy just we started talking about the organization and what we do. And he he pulls the car over. He turns around. He's like, "God put you in this car today for a reason. There's a reason why we're talking," which is kind of. It was a little creepy, but but he suffers from Lyme disease, 
and I didn't realize, I never knew that Lyme disease, I, I mean, I knew it was bad, and I knew it ru- ruins lives, but I never realized how it attacks your brain. Yeah. So a lot of uh, characteristics of Lyme disease, they mimic, like, mental health. This is my second discussion on Lyme disease this week. Really? This is Yeah, this is cool. Ticks calls. Yeah, 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 yeah deer ticks. Bad. Yeah, deer ticks. Yeah, really um, bad. Anyway. Yeah. No, but so... I thought I was having a deja vu moment, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the, the irony of it is... I was with the vice president of uh, Mental Health America, and she, her son, had it. Oh, she was telling yeah. me. So when he turned and started talking about this, I was like, oh, my God, this is twice in a week that I heard about it. <laughs> right? Well, he had this really cool arrangement with his wife where I guess when he goes into these dark days, sometimes he'll lose days. He was like, my wife knows to remove the guns from the house. And, they had, and he, you know, I asked, I said, does that upset you? He's like, no, no, that's our rule. She makes that call for me. He's like, she knows me more than I know myself. Yeah, like, and, for, and for this program to work, there's got to be, you know, cooperation and agreement yeah, in yeah. place. Otherwise, it's it's not going to really right, work. Right, right. But think of it this way. Look, to have it on there, it's just like your radio, right? If you don't like a certain station, you don't go to it. You don't have to use it. But, yeah. you know, if people who want to police themselves or their people own People who are serious about their, their mental health yeah. for a reason. Right. Yeah. Have that option now. And there, there's other practical uses for it as well. Let's say you're going to be traveling. You're going out of town. Man. You know, you could set this on a week, you know, thing. You know, you're going to be gone a week and then... Absolutely. Uh, it's another that? security measure if you're, if you're traveling. Maybe, you know, maybe your kids have access to your safe. You know, maybe you got older older kids and... and Stay you, by you, themselves, yeah. Right, and you trust them to, you know, you know, maybe they even have their own guns in the safe that they use. But you're leaving town and you just don't want to have any hassles. You can yep. lock it down. Yep. Good. Yeah, we had a guy downstairs that was kind of arguing with us about it. Yeah. Saying that, you know, his kids, that he doesn't need to save because his kids. He taught his kids. He taught his kids. And it's like. He taught them right. Yeah, yeah but they that's know, they, great. Yeah, right. if, if your kid's friend comes over who wasn't taught right and they're curious. And then Mike and I are both sharing, after he leaves, we both share stories about us as kids. Right. Breaking into your yeah. parents' stuff. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I would take my dad's gun out all the time when he was out of town. Right. I mean, that's the first thing I would do. I would go, I'd that's grab, you know, I'd grab the thirty thirty. You know, I was, you know, 12 years old. I wasn't supposed to be yep. touching it. I knew I wasn't supposed to, but I knew how to use it. You right. Know, I knew to safely use it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot but of people it, that don't. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly. Uh, but that's a prime example. Of we know how kids are mischievous, and they will tell them not to do something they're going to do it <laughs> right yeah i mean I, I was born in this industry so this guy was not just yet, completely naive is, right yeah. yeah i mean i was born in this industry and yet as soon as my dad walked out the door I, me and my brother were just searching for guns <laughs> we just want to look at them we just yeah. want to play with them because they're know? cool they're cool yeah, they're cool yeah. yeah he was saying something like uh i have a bunch of guns laying around the house in different spots but you can't see them because <laughs> I, I, you got to be able to get to them if that I call it the boogeyman that everyone's so afraid yeah. of, like it all the time. Like, okay, that's really cool. Like, this guy is just completely naive. <laughs> he probably doesn't think his kids ever find their Christmas presents before Christmas either. That's right. <laughs> I was going to use that as an example because I always did that. I still do, don't I? <laughs> yeah. So it's, you just, know. it's just in our nature. It's yeah. just in our nature. Look who it is. Look who it is. The Drew Meister. What's happening, baby? So this this safe, it's it's out. It's available. The safe is in production right now. Okay. Uh, so we should be in stores a uh, little later this year. Okay. And what do you call it? What's the name of it? You got a catchy name? You name it after me? Oh man, it doesn't have a catchy name yet. 
It doesn't have a catchy name yet. Yeah, we're still working on that. Okay. Well, there you go, Leadheads. TB- TBD. Send us send us your um, your suggestions on what Mike should name his his safe. Right. It's gonna have an, it's gonna have a bunch of other features too. It's gonna you know it's a biometric safe, um, and and built uh, just like our our gun vault products have always been built. Uh, very quick access. Um, it'll have biometric technology and then also Bluetooth as well. Very yeah. Cool. And gun vault is I can't thank you enough for your support. They're big in supporting the Walk to Talk America movement, um, whether it's the donation of the safes or even donating safes locally to the Nevada Coalition for Suicide Prevention, yeah. Richard Egan. Uh, Mike was instrumental in providing uh, Rich with safes to use for you know gun owners that don't lock up their guns. Yeah. Like that guy downstairs that we were that talking about. That guy downstairs. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, you know, so it's... And talk about the other companies that are behind you guys now. You, you know, oh, starting, uh, starting to get a good, uh, good support base. Yeah, I mean, uh, Arms Corps, uh, MKS, you know, High Point. Those guys all came yeah. on board. Arms Corps on board. Karen uh, Charlie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. I was talking to Remington while I was here. I was talking to Chris over at Ruger. He has an interest. Uh, Century is going to come on board. He just sat down, and I can tell by the look on his face <laughs> that he is ready to jump on board with. WTTA. Does he have a bracelet? I, I think he's. I think he's pulling out a checkbook right you know, now. You know, it's crazy. He's I, writing the first check right now. I do a dollar a gun for every Eagle Imports gun, right? Burst of gun. You said twenty five dollars a gun or twenty five dollars a Draco. Twenty five dollars a Draco. Okay. All right. Uh, no. So. Uh, Laura Burgess, uh, John Renzulli, uh, you know, everybody's... Talking Lead. Talking Lead, yes. Davidson's, Lipsy's, Colleen Noir, Rob chipped in. Kenny Gleason, the president of NASUW, gave us a nice donation. Nice. Um, So, you Leadheads, if you want to get behind WTTA, you go to their website. There's uh, information there. There's a contact link there. Uh, Get in touch with Mike and find out. Uh, what you guys can do to help WTTA awareness, get out there, support, volunteer. Um, Michael, Michael, tell you exactly what you need to do. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, whether it's a resource or anything like that. I mean, not everyone has money. We get that. Um, but go to the website. Go First of all, everyone needs to go there anyways because we have an awesome screening for mental health awareness. Uh, there's nine different screenings on there that you can go take an anonymous free screening. Okay. And just learn a little bit about yourself. Um, we got these in the Clark County School District, these bands. Uh, the band, yep, yeah. We're running around with these bands. Awareness bands. And uh, basically, if you want, you go to WTTA.org forward slash love, and you're able to take an anonymous free screening and figure out if there's if you have any questions what it is i got the idea from my daughter mm-hmm. who approached me and said hey listen dad i think i suffer from anxiety and i was like well why do you think that and she gave me a couple of reasons and i said you know the organization that daddy works with they have a free screening you should go on there and try it um she went on there i said answer it honestly you know she was two days later she comes into my room she's like oh I forgot to tell you I took that screening and she she lit up her face lit up she's like I only have mild anxiety so I was like that's a good thing right and she's like no no I feel so much better and I said well what did it tell you and she's like it actually tells you ways that you could you know 
you can help overcome yeah, that. Mitigate and, it, right? Yeah, mitigate it, right? Yeah, mitigate. But uh, so it, di- it diagnoses, <laughs> and then it, it gives you suggestions on. Yes, it gives you uh, resources and suggestions. Yeah. But I thought about this because I've grown up in Jersey with my Italian family, and you know, if I would have said to my <laughs> father or my grandfather or anybody, like I think I suffer from anxiety, they would have said. I will show you something. I'll show you anxiety. I'll give you anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I'll like, give you anxiety. <laughs> and, and, I'll give you so something to cry about. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly, right? It's an old school way of uh, thinking. But, you know, sometimes we've got to remove that element. Now, this right. we have these in the schools. Kids can go there. They can kind of take it on their own. They don't have to tell anybody. And yeah. like you said, this is not getting shared. It doesn't nope. go anywhere past that. Nope, nope. Does that it, website. No, nothing. I mean, it's that's that's one of the and things I love. You don't I have love. to put your name or anything like that. In nope. This. You don't have to give them anything, any information. You just go through and answer it as honest as you can, and it, uh, it logs it and shows right. you where you end up. And I actually have another family member that took it and did not like what she found out about herself, and she immediately went to go seek help to stay ahead of sure. what potentially could happen one yeah. day. So, Be proactive. Yeah. You know, I think Even it's if a, you think you're you know, the mentally fit you know, person, nothing wrong with you, go do it anyway. You yeah. never know. Yeah, you know what you're gonna find. So, you know, that's a big thing for our website. It's a big thing for us to, to go out there. And, you know, we don't want to lose our rights, right? It's it's important to us. So we need to stay anonymous sometimes. We we need to do self um, self healing, self self reflection, self reflection. Which uh, what I'm trying to say is we need to keep the government out of all this stuff. And we work with our you know amongst ourselves with each other. Then it's going to be better than you know government coming in and dropping laws and yeah. regulations. And, yeah, if we start inside and show the other side, hey, this is what we're doing. Because right. believe it or not, they we just, don't need the government. We're working on this ourselves right. between yeah. the gun industry and the mental health industry. Yeah, they don't know. I mean, and, and 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 why would they? Right? Like a lot of people don't go take the time to find out about another industry, especially when they're not in it. Yeah, so something's like, completely non-related that you think right. is non-related, but it really is. And if you get your your sources certain media outlets that sensationalize things then you're gonna just why not why wouldn't you believe them right like i don't know you're in your echo chamber like go but you'd be surprised at what they don't know right like little things like i'm having conversations with people at mha like well one day maybe we can get a lock a gun lock in every gun box across the united states (laughs) Uh, yeah but See, you can't be mad at that. Like it's just, it's just lack yeah. of education. <laughs> yeah. Right, but like education. this is how this is how they're going to learn by right. like yeah. opening the dialogue. So that's what it's all about. Very good. So once again, give the website uh, wtga.org or walktotalkamerica.org or walktotalkamerica.com. There you go. And uh, you just like I said, any we're we're on there. There's so much stuff you could do on our site. You could share stories. You can submit things. There's articles. We we have a lot of stuff up there. Very good. And Mike, for your company. Yeah. So check out our products at uh, either GunVault.com, CanonSafe.com, or StackOn.com. StackOn.com. And the the new safes are getting ready to come out. When those when those are ready and they're out being produced, let me know. Let's have you back on the show and then. We'll uh, let everybody know that they're out and available. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you. All right, and, and thank you for everything you're doing with uh, Mike on WTTA. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to be back with more from the 2019 SHOT Show. Final days here at the lead quarters at Buck Knives. Perfect. Oh, look who it is. Well, well. Right well, as we well, wrap well. up. All right, Leadheads, we are back at the 2019 SHOT Show at the official lead quarters, Buck Knives. And we have the distinct pleasure to introduce our first governor 
to the lead cast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to get some hints. How long have you been a governor? Uh, about two weeks. Two weeks? You're that fresh as the Maybe governor? Maybe three. No, you've been longer than that. Nope. Are you serious? I was lieutenant governor for 10 years, and I just oh, uh, okay. just, just got inaugurated. Well, I was here two years ago uh, at this booth uh, at, uh, representing Idaho at that point in time. So okay. uh, this this isn't my first shot well, show. Well, congratulations on uh, the... Thank you. I thought you were a little bit longer than that, but two weeks. Very nice. Uh, Brad Little, ladies and gentlemen, governor of Idaho, welcome. Well, it's good to be here. Thank you for joining us. I man. love I love the shot show. It's we, we have to race from Idaho vendor to Idaho vendor, but there's a lot of distractions in between them because there's all these great booths you want to stop and right. look at and visit. Now, I've not heard of any other states' governors coming to help push and promote you know, uh, the, uh, the, the commerce and economy yeah, uh, at this show. So uh, Mark Gordon, the, the brand-new governor in Wyoming, is here. Uh, okay. we, have, we haven't crossed paths, but I know he's here. So. Mark Gordon's here as well? Okay, yeah. very nice. So this isn't your first shot show. How many shot shows you been to? This is just the second time. Okay, yeah, so last year. Ago, yeah. What was your initial impression on your first shot show? Were you just like, wow? It, it, it's big. <laughs> it's kind of big. Well, and it, it's just so hard to imagine the amount of vendors and the variety of products and the incredible ideas and new stuff. It's right, the technology. Yeah, yeah. You, you said in Idaho you guys called it? Rectech. Rectech. Yeah. yeah, recreational technology. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that I like that phrase. You should do a shirt on that. Yeah, we, I, we've got stuff. Idaho Rectech. Yeah, well, you know, like the, uh, you know, obviously the the gun and armament uh, is a big part of Idaho, but. Uh, you got a lot of it up there, yeah. And Idaho, we manufacture a lot of jet boats in Idaho. Jet boats. Yeah, and uh, didn't realize that. And some of the finest wooden boats that have, you've ever seen. What kind of wood are they using on that? Well, these are like, well, Stancraft, which is a very, very famous, uh, you know, classic wood boat. Yeah. Kind of like the old Chris Crafts. Oh yeah, yeah. But they're beautiful. Better. They're better. They're better because they're from Idaho, yes. right? <laughs> the reason I was asking that is, uh, you know, Buck's doing a new line of knives in uh, collaboration with Taylor Guitars. And they're bringing in ebony from Africa. From Africa. Yeah. So that's that really cool. Um, but anyway, I get side. I do squirrels every now and again. So, um, what uh, what is the the thing that really that you think really sets Shot Show apart, maybe from other industry events? Because I'm, I'm sure you go to other ones as well. Well, I think a lot of it is the chemistry. You know, we had, I talked to a couple of vendors, Idaho vendors. That uh, and and Buck Knives is a classic example uh, that whether they're it's part of their supply chain or their competition, there's so much manufacturing that's being reshored uh, to America and the, right. the sporting community loves that Made in America logo. They dig it, and we want to be a big <laughs> part of that. Uh, we want Idaho to be a place to where new parts are and pieces are made right here. CJ's giving us a hard time okay. here. Okay, giving us a hard time. Uh, I know you. I know you got other appointments, and this is a great honor. I appreciate you being on. Uh, I've got a line of new guy questions that I ask. I'm just going to skip to it real quick. Okay. I'm going to hit you. Hit you with some of those uh, right off the bat. What's your earliest recollection of shooting a firearm? Oh, uh, er earlier than I can remember. We we have a pheasant hunt in our family that 
uh, we've had uh, continuously for 70 years. So nice when, tradition. When I was a little, as soon as I could go, four, uh, five, yeah, six oh, years yeah. Well, I was out there. And yeah, then, you were and there. Of course, the first thing I had was a BB gun to shoot pig pigeons. There and you then, go. Then we elevated up from there, but. Uh, uh, yeah, we have a long tradition of, I remember my first deer hunt, and, and now I've got an uh, eight-year-old grandson that's going to have his uh, nice. his passport, which is what we have in Fish and Game, uh -huh. uh, so these youngsters can get started, and I'm excited for him to join his dad and me out hunting. Very nice. Uh, when it comes to pop culture, movies, TV, magazines, whatever it may be, What's your go-to that's outdoors or firearms related? What do you really like just sitting down and just taking in? Well, of course, I, you know, I, I used to watch the, I don't have much time to do that anymore. Yeah, but, not uh, anymore, yeah, the, back the, in the, the day. The, the sporting, of course, I remember sports field. I remember some of the old, old uh, programs that existed a long time ago. Some of them today are a little over the top, and I wonder. They can't I, be, yeah. Matter of fact, I was up fishing one time, and uh, the, uh, there was a program that was affiliated with that, and they actually went out and took some of the fish that we caught and recaught them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but you know I, I just like and I like the variety of being outdoors. You know? There you go. Yeah, good answer. If you could spend the day at the range, uh, or maybe I'll rephrase it: if you could uh, go hunting with anyone, or maybe a group of people, whether still alive, past, or fictional. Who would you like to spend the day at the range with? Uh, well, always first is our family, and uh, because of that, and then uh, Governor Otter, who, who was my predecessor, I love to hunt with him. A, he's a really good shot. Okay. And 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 he's really a sportsman. I mean, he everything he does is, uh, you know, safety in mind. You know, the safety first the cul always. Culture of uh, uh, being a sportsman. Uh, you know, the the culture of hunting, and I, I I'm. When you get into these kind of wild hunting deals where people are shooting everywhere, I and mainly because I've done it with my family, I'm so conscious of it that right. I like when I'm bird hunting. I like I like everybody to be safe. I don't. I, I've I've been peppered enough times that right. uh, if you could pick a fictional care character, who would you who would you go? Uh, John Wayne. Perfect. That's a great <laughs> answer. Let's leave our our listeners with this. Uh, tell us why we should come to Idaho. Well. I, I just love uh, all the opportunities we have. We're very diverse, you know, bighorn sheep, uh, moose, uh, every kind of upland uh, game animal, and then of course, uh, lots of birds and lots of fish, and so just a lot of variety. A lot of, a lot of variety to, to, yep. to the outdoorsmen. Out all right. So thank you so much, hook. Governor. We all appreciate right. it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. I'm off. Get your shirts. All right. Are those my shirts? No, no. I, I, Glad you guys uh, reached out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Marty. All right, guys, we are back at the 2019 Shot Show at the official lead quarters, Buck Knives, and uh, I've got a, a great group here with me right now. Zenith Firearms. You guys are familiar with Zenith. We've had them on uh, in the past. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with their line of firearms, but if you're not, we're going to fill you in and let you know a little bit more about Zenith Firearms. I've got, I've got Ben and. James with me with Zenith Firearms and they brought some props because they know I like props. Brought some props, yes sir. Yes. Yes sir. Yes. yes sir. So welcome Ben. Welcome James. Thank you. Thanks for having us Marty. We appreciate yeah. it. Thanks Pre for being on. Appreciate the time. Yeah we uh 
glad to be here and uh, excited for 2019. So, you know, I had spoke earlier and wanted to see if you wanted to chat. So, wanted yeah, to we do. We want to fill the lead heads in on uh, all the latest and greatest from Zenith Firearms. But uh, before we do that, for the ones who aren't familiar with Zenith Firearms, kind of kind of tell our lead heads a little bit about your company. Okay. Sure. Well, Zenith Farms uh, is a U.S.-based uh, firearms manufacturing importer uh, out of Virginia. And what we specialize in are the roller-delayed blowback line of weapons that were originally introduced by uh, the Heckler & Koch company. Okay. Uh, that most people know is the MP5 9mm series. We, we talked about those a little bit earlier. There's a, Is this yours? I'll get it out of your way. Sorry about that. Um, there was a company came by that had like a, an MP5 style um, charging handle on their nine millimeter pistol that they're doing. So, yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you. So I mean, often imitated, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and uh, where we came into existence was uh, kind of seeing an opportunity where uh, H&K as a company um, in the late '90s started to move away from the roller delayed uh, blowback line of weapons, and they went to a new style of weapons. Uh, but there was still a desire. There was kind of a gap in the marketplace, uh, both from the commercial. Um, aspect, but also from the law enforcement view, that still was in desire for those weapons. Right. Um, so we work with a company out of Turkey called MKE. They're the largest arms manufacturer in the country. And since the 1970s, they've been a licensed producer uh, from H&K of this series of weapons, these roller-delayed weapons. So they, okay. the H&K had set them up <clears throat> with all the equipment in their factory and the technical data packages and the the instruction, and they've been making them for their own uh, national defense needs uh, since the 70s. So we've been importing those weapons in and then selling them uh, through the commercial uh, law enforcement community, and now we're doing overseas sales as well. Cool. Uh, and uh, the 9mm platforms have really obviously been the, the ones that have uh, got the most interest, but this year we've uh, released the 7.62 model, which we're calling the Z3. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, which is patterned after the HK G3 or... HK-91 rifle. Uh -huh. um, we'll also be bringing in the 5.56 model, the Z33. Um, and then also this year we're releasing uh, a training program. So we are now offering armorer courses for both civilians and law enforcement so that they can be uh, certified uh, and trained on our roller delay platform of weapons. Uh, so those, those individuals can maintain their own weapons uh, through the future. Uh, we're also doing operator courses for both law enforcement and civilians. And those courses will allow individuals to come and learn specifically about uh, the manual of arms, the uniqueness of our weapons, how to get the most out of them, uh, but also more of a tactics-based, you know, where these weapons shine, where they're going to be most effective, and how to get the most out of them. And where are you offering these courses? Are they in Virginia? Uh, we're going to offer them in a mobile tra training team format. We found that's the most effective way to reach our population. Whether go that's, to the customer? Yep, go to the customer. So nice. For law enforcement, we can come straight to their own ranges. Um, we'll bring everything they need. If it's an armor course, we'll have all of the, uh, the tooling, uh, the weapons, the manuals. If it's an operator course and they don't have the weapons, we can bring those to them. Uh, nice. And on the civilian side, same thing. If you're a customer and maybe you don't have a Zenith weapon or you don't have an H&K style, but you want to go and learn the training, um, get off the plane, come right to us. We'll have the guns, we'll have the ammo, we'll have the magazines, all the Everything gear. Everything you need, right? Turnkey operation. You run the training, 
turn the guns back over up to us. We'll do all the cleaning at the end. And <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Even better. Sold, right? <laughs> That's right. So, so they go to your website to sign up for these these courses, these classes? We haven't released them yet. Uh, we're going to be doing that over, Coming over up. the next, okay. uh, next month or so. Uh, build that new. out. But you'll be able to go to the Zenith Farms website, and uh, there'll be a tab on there for training. And then all the course opportunities, both for the closed LE courses and the open enrollment civilian courses, will be available for sign-up. Okay, very cool. Yes, sir. We're excited. So let's let's talk firearms, man. We we talk lead here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you got a little uh, yeah, little, little something something over there. A little something something. Let's uh, talk got about a, it. I got off the brought off our LE wall. This is a, a Z5P um, with a Sontrico Omega Nine can on it. Um, with the the three lug quick attach uh, silencer, um, it's got the burst trigger group on it, um, three round burst trigger group, and a choke folding stock. Nice, um, yes sir. I like that. And what is this called? The Z Z five P. Z five P. Yes sir. It's nine millimeter. Nine millimeter subgun. And you make these semi-auto. Yes sir. Also, right? Yes sir. Absolutely. This will be one I can't own. <laughs> this would be the one like you guys offer to the law enforcement yes, sir. military. Yes, sir. Very nice. Yeah, we've been really successful with uh, uh, campus police. Uh, unfortunately, due to the sign of the times, um, University of Arkansas bought 40 of those from us uh, for their plainclothes officers. Um, the university? University of Arkansas, yes, sir. Okay. So, um, so yeah, it's a uh, uh, highly concealable firearm, yes, sir. Yeah, we get from the civilian customers. You get a lot of uh, guys who want, you know, a truck gun, something that they can keep in their in their vehicle. Right. Um, but it's, it's low profile. It can fit inside a backpack. They don't have to worry about it being invisible. Um, you know, there's there's not a lot that that uh, you can't uh, take on with, with 30 rounds of nine millimeter, right there in a very compact, accurate, reliable platform. Now, do you guys make uh, full size? We do. As well, 16 inch. Yep. Yeah. And of course, I'm sure that brace compatible on the yes, the pistol models. Exactly. We what we pride ourselves in, in doing is as a company is not just selling the product itself, but the full product solution. So we partnered with several industry um, partners that can help us provide those solutions. So we've got other companies we work with that can provide stock and brace options, magazines, optics, optics mounts, rails, suppressors, anything that you can want. You can come to us, and we can build that entire package as a one-stop shop. Instead of saying, "You know, here's the gun. Go figure out how you're going to outfit it," uh, and that's Very that's nice. taken off really well and helped us, you know, support our other industry partners in what they're doing as well. Is this a, this is new for 2019? This one I'm looking at now. No, we've had that out since 2015, but it, okay. it still continues to be probably our, our hottest seller, um, just for. The, the super compactness that people are looking for in that kind of platform. Right. Yeah, it's a beautiful piece of work. I like it. Definitely like that. Now, uh, what can we expect from you guys in the future? What, what's on the horizon for Zenith? I think this year, besides the uh, the courses that we mentioned before and the 7.62 rifle uh, being released here, uh, we're going to bring the 556 uh, component as well. And then here, near the end of the year, I'd like to be able to offer what's referred to as the MP5SD. It's an integrally suppressed version of the, uh, the full-size MP5. Um, and what it allows you to do is not have to use subsonic ammunition. Okay. The suppressor design um, slows a supersonic bullet down uh, to, the, to the rate where you don't have to change your ammunition out. Uh, 
So it's the quietest uh, submachine gun platform on the planet. Uh, Absolutely. Purpose yeah. designed to, to be uh, suppressed all the time. Okay. Uh, so we're looking to to uh, be able yeah, will to offer, you offer that, that in a uh, brace configuration, Correct. so you only have to get the yes, one. Yes, sir. It'll, one stamp. It'll, it'll still, yeah, it'll still be a one stamp because yeah, of the suppressor. The suppressor right. But for those people that that don't want to uh, to have it be a short barrel rifle, uh, we'll have a pistol variant that'll uh, be available for brace options as well. Nice. And they can go to your website and see the different models that you guys have there. Now you have distributors. Are these in uh, like your local gun store? They can go in and ask for Zenith. We do as well. So uh, we work through distributors as our as our main effort. Uh, RSR Group is our main distributor. RSR, okay. And then we have uh, uh, several uh, direct uh, dealer connections. Mm -hmm. um, and once. Uh, once we get back, we're also going to be building our website where you'll be able to go direct to our website in what we're going to call our, our build-a-gun section. So you can select the individual weapon in a pistol format, and then it's going All to prompt party. you to yes, which, which forearm do you want or which brace do you want or which optic do you want. You can yeah. build it all in one-stop shop, and our armors will put it all together and send it to you um, so it's ready to go. Now, the, the suppressor uh, that's on this, I mean, do you have adapter? It's just threaded. You can put whatever adapter you want for yes, sir. So flavor of suppressors. All of our weapons come with a three-leg adapter and a direct thread option, uh, except for our, our K model. Um, so that particular weapon has the Silencer Co. Omega 9 can on it, um, utilizing the three-leg adapter. Um, so uh, all of our weapons, except for the K, uh, allow you to direct thread or point connect. Very nice. And we work with uh, with some of the other well-known uh, companies, whether it's Silencer Co., uh, Dead Air, um, and now we're also uh, designing our own uh, suppressor. Um, now, do you guys, is there an option for a rail to put a red dot or something like that on Correct. there? Absolutely. All of our weapons come with a Picatinny rail um, from us. It's not mounted on the gun. It's it's in the box with the weapon. Uh-huh. Um, so absolutely, it just sets screws onto the top of the top of the weapon. Cool. Very yes, good. sir. And then for your uh, your 16 inch, you come out with 762. You're gonna do the 556. Are those gonna be railed so you can put different uh, uh, scopes on there, like one to fours or something like that? Exactly. It'll come with the same uh, same type option uh, rail in the box that you can add on if if you want to to mount any. Beautiful guns, man. Beautiful firearms. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another big thing that, that we're doing uh, is services uh, and repair for any roller blade blowback weapon system or direct blowback weapon system. And we do that at our shop in, in Afton. Um, so if you know any of the HK fanatics out there that have a weapon go down and they you know can't fix it, send it to us. We can rebarrel, refinish. We can do custom. Uh, bring it back to life. Bring, bring it back to life, yes, sir. We've had great right, success cool. this year, specifically with the law enforcement community, um, offering those services so that they can bring their MP5 weapons that have been in service for 20, 30 years. Very They've been good. road hard, put away wet. We can bring those back up to speed, awesome. like new condition. Yes, sir. Ben, James, thank you guys so much for taking the time. Yeah, thank you for having to us. Share this information brought, with us. Brought you some swag. So, oh, uh -oh. so, so I'll pass this out real quick. Uh oh, There's a hat. Nice. And I uh, brought you a, a Shot Show 19 T-shirt. Look at you go, buddy. So. All right. Thank you for doing that. There you go. Hit uh, the uh, hit the Instagram and Facebook and all that real quick. Tell everybody where they can go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, our uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram pages is Thank Zenith you, Firearms. Uh, website www.zenithfirearms.com. Very good.
Thanks for having us on. Thanks, Marty. Yep. And uh, we're going to have more from these guys. We had to do a quick interview, but uh, I want to have you guys back on. We're going to talk some uh, more detail about your about your guns and, and whatnot. So sounds great. More from the 2019 Shot Show from the official headquarters. Buck knives coming right up. So you guys are going to share that? You cool with yeah. that? Oh yeah, that's my. That's my. I might need to turn you up. Just yeah. Turn if you get if you get about right there. All right. All right. Turn it up just a little bit. That way. All right, guys. We, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we are back at the 2019 SHOT Show. This is the final day, Friday. And uh, we're still making it. Still got our voices. And I had to bring on uh, some help. I had to bring on a stronger voice to, to help me get me through the, these last few interviews. Uh, here at the official lead quarters of Buck Knives, uh, Andre. It's joining us again. Great to be here, and I love being with you, and you speak the truth, and I love your audience. You know? So, so also joining us is another strong voice, and one that you're definitely going to recognize. Hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> is is uh, the former other voice of Talking Lead, Zeke Stubb. What's up, man? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. Not as good as you, though. I mean, you have... You slimmed down, buddy. I've lost 50 pounds since we filmed the show. Holy cow. Yeah. How? I saw a picture of myself on TV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. And immediately, no, I, I, I did a keto diet with intermittent fasting and then uh, started doing Krav Maga. It's a martial art. Oh, nice. And then, Tim uh, McGraw, I call yeah. it. <laughs> Tim Crotch McGraw. McGraw or Grab McCrotch, either one. <laughs> and then um, uh, weightlifting. So, really? Yep. Free weights? Yeah, three weeks. Wow. Yeah, so it's been it's been crazy, but I feel amazing. This is the first shot show where I'm like, I feel good. No leg yeah. problems. No, no. Leg I, I didn't almost lose yet. my leg this year. <laughs> That's <laughs> happened twice, right? No. It, well, it happened once, and then I was constantly dealing with it, and then at Eric's thing, I had to. That's leave. what it was. Yeah, yeah, I had to leave because it just wasn't healing. Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, but now it's better, and so, mostly it was just because I was a fat ass. Master <laughs> Master of Arms. Yes. The Discovery yep. Channel's yep. Uh, newest, um, what would you call it? Game show. Game show. I'm like the redneck Pat Sajak. <laughs> redneck so. Pat Sajak. <laughs> but uh, you, what's unique about that is there's not just one. I mean, you're kind of the, the driving force, the leader, right. but you've got two other co-hosts with you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm the main host, and then we have Ashley Lubinsky. She's the curator of the Cody Firearms Museum in Cody, Wyoming. I saw her at Range Day, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she is our historian co-host and then we have Trenton Ty who is our craftsman judge he's a blacksmith down in South Georgia and then we have Nicholas Irving who is the Reaper he is uh, one of the army's most uh, prolific snipers in history and he's our final tester like our well he used to be our surprise ending tester now every contestant's gonna know who it is know who it is (laughs) well I'm sure you guys will put a twist to it on season two right oh yeah yeah and can we expect I may actually do the twist on season two if we get a season two. Well, that's what I was asking. Have, have they not? Have We're still no like in limbo. Yet? I was actually going to ask, uh, you still call her Pepper? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to say it. I'd be like, I said don't call me that anymore. No, I was going to ask Pepper if that was like normal in the industry to just be waiting. But I've also heard that, like, if they were going to cancel us or not renew us, we would already know. Because it ended a month ago. Yeah, that's not, that's not true. Dang it. And You're my, supposed to say yes, Zeke. I know. Be I'm fine. I'm going to help you with that. But I worked on a show in August last year uh-huh. called Real Country in Tennessee. Yeah. 
and uh, it was supposed to come back in March, right. which is what, next month almost, yeah. Yeah. and Travis Tritt was on the show, and I talked to him two days ago, and he said, we haven't heard. Oh, wow. So it's, so it's normal. So don't take it personal. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's we had, that, that's we a good, good sign. Yeah, we had good numbers, uh, but we weren't retaining what Gold Rush did, which Gold Rush is their highest season, yeah. highest rated episode. And so they were coming on after you guys. No, right? they were before us. Oh, they were before so you. So we didn't okay. retain all of theirs. So it's kind of like, ah, you're good, but you're not great, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, it's a first season. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, we'll gain some traction just from the responses I'm getting at Shot Show. It kind of has like a little cult following going. Cool. Like we've been getting stopped, and people are like, "Oh yeah, it's awesome." And then like three or four people. Well, you know, everybody in the industry us. here, you know, knows about it. And right. Spreading the word. Yeah. And yeah. Building it up. That's what I love about this industry. Are they playing re- reruns of it? Replays? They did for about a week. They're not now, just because their new shows are popping in. Yeah. Uh, while it was airing, they rerun them all the time. Like oh, we cool. had two or three days where they did like a Master of Arms marathon. They put new little segments at the end of them, and then yeah. put new edits on them. It was kind of cool. So cool. So yeah. yeah, make sure you guys go check out Master of Arms on yeah. the Discovery Channel. Yeah, you can and, get uh, on demand. Yeah, uh, iTunes, Amazon, Hulu, soon to be Netflix. I think I hadn't heard for sure yet. So. Now, now, you didn't come empty-handed. You brought no. someone along with you. Yeah, I'm sitting here talking about me, and I actually brought <laughs> Joe. And I wanted to talk about his stuff. Uh, fellow Tennessee. Good segue into it. Yeah, a good fellow Tennessean. Uh, I actually went to college with his wife. Oh, and okay. we, we stayed friends on, in, on social media and stuff. And actually, we had talked about it about four or five years ago. Uh-huh. I said, remember, I said, a friend of mine from college... Her husband started this hero hunt. Yes. And he takes, you know, first responder. And we never really, we had, at that time, we were getting so many guests and we were trying to book everything. Yeah. I was going to SDI, so it was a big chaotic time. And we never were able to get it done. kind of fell through the cracks. Yeah. And uh, so I'd still not met him, but I kind of followed what they were doing. Then four years ago, three years, did we decide three or four years ago? Three. Three years. Three years. Yeah. So we were at NRA and this guy's talking about his organization. I'm like, oh, awesome, cool. Yeah, it's great. And then he says his name is Joe Towers. So they carry on a conversation. I'm sitting there going, Towers, Towers. Why do I know that name? Joe Towers. And I just, they're having a good conversation. It's deep. It's very emotional because of oh, what yeah. he does. And I go, you're Kim's husband. And he just gives me this look like, who the hell are you? Right. <laughs> and you know uh, my wife. Yeah. And we hit it off. I actually got to go on a hunt with him. Uh, and I'll, you'll, you'll hear what he does here in a second. Uh, back in the beginning of December, we took six Purple Heart recipients out down to Moscow, Tennessee. Nice. And I got to see the good work that happens. I mean, these guys come in and they're just kind of like arms crossed. Right. Yeah. You know, they don't. They're not trusting. A little skeptical. Yeah. yeah. And by the time they're done, they've opened up. You can see the therapy that's happening through all the hunts. And right. It's really cool. But I'll let Joe kind of say who so he is. So Hero Hunt Inc. is the name of the organization. This yes, is a nonprofit. Correct. I assume. Okay. Uh, Joe Towers, welcome. Yes, Thank you. Thank you well, for having me. Welcome to the Talking Lead Podcast. I appreciate being here. <laughs> glad, glad you could make it. So tell us about Hero Hunt. Well, we started in uh, 2012. We were just going to host a few guys on our farm. And uh, we're talking to another organization about, hey, can you send some guys? Girls, doesn't matter who they are as long as you vetted them. And um, they him hauled around. And uh, finally, after three months of dragging their feet, said, that's not what we do. And my wife and told them that's what we do now and uh, we talked about it a little bit more and it, it went by the wayside for a couple months and uh, we bought our farm in June of 12 no in May of 12 and on Father's Day of 12 I was out I didn't have time I'm a full-time police officer thank and, you for your um, service man thank you um, we were uh, 
I was down on the farm and just trying to get some stuff done. And I came in to eat dinner, and I said, you know, I've been thinking about it. I didn't want anybody here. This was going to be our little, our little corner. And I said, I think we need to go forward with what we talked about before. Yep. And she never missed a beat. She said, let's go do that. So we started in 12 and applied uh, for our nonprofit status in, in uh, late 12, got it in 13. And it's grown. Uh, that first year we had uh, we had three three-day hunts with four to five guys to okay. hunt. And uh, so we had about 15 people the first year. Uh, we just wrapped up 2018. Uh-huh. We had 155 Nice. Uh, injured police, fire, military come through the program from awesome. January through December. Now, how are you getting your uh, your people for your candidates for the, the hunts? How do you go about finding them? It's just just by the by the uh, advertisements, uh, you know, Facebook, social media, word of mouth, uh, some interviews here and there, and uh, a lot of people are starting following our our social media pages, and you know, and we encourage people to contact us if you're injured in the line of duty as a in, in the military or a first responder. Send us your stuff. Uh, we vet everybody because we got to make sure we're getting the right people, Absolutely, and, uh, and yeah. we're and they're not. You know, we've had a, we've had people go, oh, I'm, I'm a Navy SEAL, Special Ops Ranger, so that you know, that's cool. Send me your paperwork, and then you never hear from them again because right. they know we're going to vet them. Exactly. So uh, we we vet everybody that comes through, and and uh, a lot of it's word of mouth. Other people go, we'll see us like on the shot show. I've had several people stop us. Uh, the first time in seven years of doing this, I actually walked up and just was talking to a guy cold at one of the booths, and he goes, Yeah, I know who you are. And I went, uh, okay, all right, you know. And it just, it, it, this is the first time that's ever happened. So we're, we're getting there. I mean, How we're about getting there where we need to be. Sponsorship. Do you get people to uh, donate gear and guns Equipment. and ammo? Yeah, absolutely. So, so we do. Nobody in our company gets paid. So we have a board of directors of seven people. Zeke's volunteering his time. He he came out with me to help me. Cool. Um, you know, he's volunteering his time out here to help me to talk to some people that he knows in the industry and. And um, so we, like one event, we spent 30, I think it was $3,300 just paying for our state licenses for the guys when they get there yeah, and the girls. Right. So, yeah. you know, I mean, it's all the money. That, it adds up. Yeah, it you does. You got to have lodging, you got to have food, you got to have, you know. Absolutely. Kit, the, everything, yeah. We, we take, from the time they get there to the time they leave, we take care of licensing, food, lodging, uh, if there's, animal, depending on the processing, what kind Har- of event it uh, is. Harvesting. Of Absolutely. Yeah. Very nice. So, That's true. Because one thing that's interesting, you mentioned about the licensing. I've hunted in other states, and I find it amazing how expensive it is oh, that the gosh, states yeah. charge you. So yeah, you've got to go and deal with people. that right yeah. off the bat. Yeah, we, state, definitely. I left yeah. a duck hunt. I've got five guys that left a duck hunt yesterday afternoon. I had to leave early to come out here on Tuesday. Um, of those five guys, I want to say the Arkansas stamps and everything was like 170 bucks a person. That wow. was just the, you get your federal stamp, your state stamp. Your got to be something you know, that you know for these times because. You know, there are a lot of organizations like yourself that are set up to, you know, do like hunts, to do skydiving, do uh, scuba diving, the Spartan races, all kinds of things, you know, right. that are set up. And uh, there'll be something with the, the hunting license that with an organization like yourself, there's some sort of a, a waiver or Offset discount. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Some of the states have stuff like Tennessee, if you're a Purple Heart veteran, they, they get licensing for, I think, $10 for life. Yeah. But if we've got guys coming to Tennessee, that's right. that's a process. It takes time to do that. Yeah. So when they get there, you got to you know you gotta, you don't have time for that. I guess it would probably be an administrative nightmare to be able to keep up with all the people coming in and out of the state. But, um, I don't know. I was just thinking out of the box. So uh, Hero Hunt Inc. What's your website? Where can our leadheads go and, go, and support you guys? You can go to uh, HeroHuntInc.org uh, is our website. Uh, 
if you want to reach out to us, if you know somebody that would benefit from what we're doing, they can, they send us an email to herohunting at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, they can reach out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. We're, we're pretty much everywhere on all the formats. So I uh, encourage them to link, reach out if there's a, an outfitter or distributor out there that wants to you know, give us a place to bring the guys to, or if anybody wants to donate, those are the, the easiest ways to get in touch with us. Okay, very good. And are you guys on social media as well? Yes, sir. Yes, Instagram, sir. Instagram. Instagram. Facebook. Yes, sir. Facebook. Instagram. Hey, just, Marty. Yes, sir. He just said that. Oh, he did. <laughs> I did. I didn't hear. I was, it. I was sitting here being all professional, I'm like the I'm not at. Gonna, I, I was sitting there going. So is it like uh, at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's uh, everything's. Uh, on, what, that's what triggers me that I hear the at. You know? That's what I love about coming back on. It's just like we don't skip a beat. And it's like I was sitting there going, oh, we're on an interview. I can't correct it. And I was like, oh, it's it Marty. Is, it it's is Marty. Friday. Hey, you skipped it. <laughs> it's the fourth day of SHOT Show. I do have that haze going. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, it's it's Hero Hunt, Inc. Um, since we founded, there's a couple other companies that have used a variation of what our name is. So make sure it's Hero Hunt, comma, Inc. Right. Uh, we're not incorporated. It's kind of funny how the ink came to be, but uh, we won't get into that. So okay, <laughs> we'll just say that's y'all another also story. Have pins that you give away. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any coming up? Any hunts coming up? Uh, actually, we partnered with Tennessee Wildlife Resources in Tennessee, so all their cool. uh, wounded and uh, their wounded hunts for fire first responders and warriors all goes through uh, us. We we, we vet the people and we fill them in. So. Um, we had 16 events last year, and we're already laying out the stuff. We're going to have close to 20. I think we're going to have 22 this year. So, Deal. like I said, being a full-time law enforcement officer, I spent a lot of vacation time yeah. on the road. And, now, when and you've got that done. many people, do you bring, you know, like Zeke, you said volunteers this time. you got other volunteers? Because you need more than just two people to. We do. We're really fortunate with the, with the, the hunts we do with TWRA because they have their officers that come out and help. And they do the, that part. But on the other venues, absolutely, we've got other first responders, other veterans and stuff, uh, friends of ours that we know that, that we know that we vetted them and we know because they're right. our friends. And yeah, absolutely, we got people coming in to help us do all that. It'd be well, cool to have a podcaster come and be a guide on one of the hunts. <laughs> and then he could interview all the I guys. I would be comic relief is what yeah. I would be. But, yes, I, would, I was going to say, you know, being local right there, I mean, yeah. I'm right there. I would love to help out however I can. So. Yeah, we'd love that. We'd love to have you come out to an event. That, it, the biggest thing is people people get it, but until they actually see what we're doing, yeah. they don't get it. Right. They really don't get it. I mean, we actually bring guys in and girls. I mean, it doesn't matter who they are. As long as they've served and they've been injured, we bring them. So, but we've had some the people you really click with that really understand what we're doing, like mm-hmm. the injured vets or first responders, and they become – everybody in our group comes becomes family. I mean – I can tell you, you could point out any of the, I don't know, 155 people just last year long and say, yep, that, his name is blah, blah, blah. This is where he's at. This is what he does. This, you know, I mean, it's more of a family environment right. anyway. And a lot of those guys, as they really get out into the hunt, we start going, why don't you come and guide another injured vet the next time? So you're kind of building. Pay it forward. Yeah, yeah pay it forward and kind of building on what you're And I bet those guys build a bond, too, during their hunt. Absolutely. And friendships yeah. develop, and, yeah, they take it further from there. So, Absolutely. I mean, it's. It's a multi-dimensional you know, helping mechanism system. It is. It's, we've had guys that didn't know each other, like the hunt Zeke's talking about. There were six guys. I know for a fact that three of those guys said, oh, you live over here. And they, they link up and go do right. other things and get Finding out of the house and go do stuff. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the big thing, you know, trying to combat our suicide rate with our law enforcement military men and women. And that's the key thing is get them off the couch, get them busy, get them out doing things. Absolutely. That's, that's their worst enemy is 
just sitting on the couch and not doing anything. You know, from being a vet and being in law enforcement, I'm not taking away from one or the other, but I don't think people realize last year there was 129, if I'm not, is it 125 or 129 law enforcement officers killed across the country more yeah, than we that, lost. that 22 a day is not factored in our first responders in, in LE. No. You know, that, so that number is way more than, than 22 you know, There was 60,211 aggravated assaults with injuries against first responders across the country last year. Wow. 60,211. And you don't hear about that in the media. No. no. At all. So we are doing a thing on the show right now where uh, Buck Knives, Streamlight, Defy Watches, and FLEOA, Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, mm-hmm. we're in tight with those guys. Uh, we're giving away a, a flashlight, a knife, and a watch. We're, ten of those. Ten packages uh, to five civilians, five LE. And what we're asking is that the civilians go down and visit their local police department, fire department, first responders office, and just let them know how much they appreciate and how much they're behind them to counteract all this negativity that we hear in the media. Uh, And then just take a selfie and hashtag, uh, you know, everybody. And we're going through randomly and picking winners. So we're doing five LEs and we're doing five uh, civilians. From, from that side of the house, on both sides of the house, I appreciate you guys doing that and bringing that. We're just trying to build cohesiveness, and we're trying to really just show the cohesiveness that is there between, you know, our our civilian population and the law enforcement. Cohesiveness. Cohesiveness. <laughs> Thank you. My lips wouldn't stretch. Cohesiveness. Cohesiveness. Cochise. Coheed and Cambria. <laughs> he, got, he got the message. Yeah, I got it. But yeah, so that it's things like that that we do to try to, to push and promote that as well. So I would love to have Talking Lead myself take part in, in you know, the, the hero hunt and whatever we can do, man. Just let us know. Absolutely. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So we've got another guest here also. We're not trying to ignore you, but I mean, this is good stuff. I meant for you to just chime in anytime you wanted to, too, but it's too late for that now. He's laughed, <laughs> it is. He's laughed a lot. Yeah, he's <laughs> been laughing. I'm just trying to not interrupt and uh, <laughs> so, mess up the mojo. So you come to us via a pack of leadheads that were running around yep. scouting the show out uh, for me, uh, Nick and uh, Mike and yep. Jacob mm-hmm. uh, found you, uh, and this uh, VK Integrated Systems, and this is Vasily. Yeah, thank you for having Welcome me. Welcome in, Vasily. Now you've got uh, we like high tech, we like innovation on this show, mm-hmm. right, Zeke? Oh yeah. And you're you've got a piece of tech here that I'm gonna let you describe because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but it looks cool. Let's see. So uh, what, we're, uh, what we have at our booth upstairs uh, in the next pavilion uh, is our a little demo uh, showcasing our collapsible stock, what we're calling COS, uh, C for collapsible, or SmartTac Integrated Overmatch Stock. Um, and what it what I like it the acronym. Yeah, so it's a lot simpler, COS, yeah. C. And uh, we have uh, we plan on having a F for fixed and then an R for like a rifle and you can put your Ruger 1022 on it or your uh, right. 338 Lapua, what so have you. So for our listeners, so, you've got a, an AR, upper lower, and yeah. then you've got your buttstock on here. we got the buttstock, and what the buttstock has in it is a 9 degree freedom IMU. It's got a GPS. It's no, got, for the listeners, what does IMU stand for? Uh, Actually, in all reality, I don't know, so I want you to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it's an inertial measurement unit, and uh, what it does essentially just tracks the, uh, how you move the rifle. Okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and uh, 
while you're tracking it, it, uh, it sends out that information via Bluetooth to uh, like our phone app, for example, or uh, we're working with a company, that, uh, a company Simmons Sites, uh, down in Irvine, California, uh, close to where we live okay. and work, uh, that, that works on the Microsoft HoloLens. So we're working on getting augmented and uh, mixed reality integration as well. Uh, so soon. could you uh, have a team inside a house, like a six-man team that each had a different frequency? Could you track all six of them within a structure? Yes, we could. Wow. That'd be useful. Yeah. Look at Andre coming in with practical yeah. uses for this. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I personally think they ought to call it the uh, smart asymmetric stock system, which is the smart Our ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my suggestion. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like that. You might want to rebrand that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll toss it around the. Uh, so the break office. it down into into lefty uh, language here. Mm -hmm. Tell tell me the the layman's terms for all what what we're doing and I mean he gave us one use of this. So what else? So there's an app on your phone. Yeah. Or your computer. And and that's what we're using. The app on the phone is what we're using to uh, upgrade the firmware on it, and so we can deliver that. So the apps can be free. We're baiting it right now and. Uh, Essentially, you can store some of that data. So, for example, on the hunting trips, right. uh, you guys can, and maybe we can, you know, get integrated with some cooler companies like I don't know Onyx Maps. That would be way cool. Uh -huh. But so that you know, when they pull the trigger, um, it automatically puts little points on a map and starts logging where they were pointing their rifle and where they were in the real world when they took the shot. Okay. You know, on top of that, it's. Uh, the way this whole thing came about was I wanted to replace a chronograph. So uh, as an engineering student, I was thinking, man, I don't want to have to you know, bring my chronograph to the range all the time to figure out if I'm loading consistent uh, seven millimeter Remington Magnum. Right. So you know, I, I uh, started listing out all the components I needed and said, well, I could use you know, the inertial measurement, essentially the recoil, the signature of that to determine if my loads are consistent or not. And so after I listed out all the uh, components and figured out that, well, now I've got something a little more than that, we started thinking about you know, military applications in law enforcement and how we could help with you know, uh, after action reports, if you will, like, and this is where the data logging comes into play, where you, know, you, you have a use of force scenario and we can exonerate the officer and maybe help cut into frivolous lawsuits. What's the range on that? So the Bluetooth is is uh, pretty close range, uh, kind of like just to connect to your phone. Okay. Uh, we're we're trying you to can like, have somebody in the truck monitoring this while they're like yeah definitely application that so, Andre was talking about. So so far we've gone through two concrete walls and gone two kilometers out. And uh, when we okay. when we get back, we've got a few tests uh, that we're going to run and, and set it up so we can try and take it out to five, six, seven, and really see where we can improve our antennas and our next version. But from the law enforcement side of the house, I know that when our teams go to do stuff in, in our agency, the talk is usually a couple of blocks away in a safe zone. And if you had to, if you could reach that vehicle, I mean, they could watch where their team and everything is at. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, awesome. I just, I just can't. I, I, I'm trying to avoid saying a joke because he talked about <laughs> making your loads consistent. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, the website that people can go to to, to check uh, this out. VK. I-N-T-S-Y-S, -S, or intsys.com, short for VK Integrated Systems. And where are you out of? Fullerton, California. Okay. We need to get out to probably like Tennessee sooner than later. Well, yeah, we'd love free. for you to come out, man. We'll, we'll take you to the ranges out there. We'll, you know, 
test us out, do a video or something. Yeah. But we need people. More than happy to bring businesses like you. We would love you, but we need people to stay in California too to fight the good fight and overcome that bullshit. But yeah, but come to Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) A question for you though: What's the uh, the weight? Because I'm looking at this, and what people can't see is what it looks like. It's very similar to what a lot of other CAR or AR-15 buttstock collapsible buttstocks look like. It's very similar. You wouldn't know that it, it holds a lot of stuff. So what's the weight? Uh, 1.03 pounds right now. Wow. Oh, and uh, that's that's due to the batteries. And the way we the way we designed it is, uh, uh, it's the integral sort of A-frame, and we can uh, add we can uh, kind of like sell attachments later on. So you can swap out your own electronics and and do half the battery life, do lighter weight if you just want a range day, or you know kind of push it past 24 hours if you're really going on a three-day hunt, for example. Very cool. Okay. Very nice. And Zeke, did he say his social media? Yeah, he started to, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we've got our uh, we've got our Instagram and our Twitter at uh, VK and Sis, and uh, you know, go ahead, follow us, and uh, we're we're starting to pick up speed on that. We're, we're when you say VK and Sis, it's V K I N T S Y S. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Very good. Guys, check them out. This is uh, innovation. It's technology, high tech stuff. Um, videos on YouTube or anything like that? We got a couple of them where we're getting some more. Your website? Okay. Yeah. Very good. Uh, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to be on. I just yeah. gave you a thumbs up. I forgot we're on radio. <laughs> Joe, Hero Hunt. Yes, sir. Thank uh, you for We're going to do some stuff together, definitely. Yes, uh, Zeke, Zeke will get us together. Yeah, absolutely. There in Nash, Vegas. Yep. Uh, Vasily, uh, as this progresses, you guys... Uh, get with me let's let's keep our listeners updated on on the progress i'd love that thank you all right very good andre we're going to be back with more talking lead lead quarters thank you (laughs) of course the official talking lead lead quarters at the buck news buck news news? say it get me out of here the buck knives booth (laughs) thank you Although last that's day of, a good idea. They just, never yeah. mind. Yeah, last day last day of shot show and we're all a little punch drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. And that's all due to Andrew last night. <laughs> so that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in every episode, every week, sometimes twice a week. And we want to continue to be able to bring you guys these awesome interviews from around the country and around the world. So make sure you go and show some love to all those companies that make this show possible. The official optics of Talking Lead, Right On Optics, R-I-T-O-N, optics.com. And let them know how much you like their segment that they do with us, Optics 101, which we're going to get more advanced with that starting in our next episode with J-Mac on that series. And speaking of series, our Talking Lead AK Corner. Hope you guys really enjoyed the last episode where we had James Yeager on. We're going to have another one of those coming up uh, the 15th of this month, dropping part 10 of our 12-part series where we're giving away 12 AKs. And we've had some other companies jump on board and giving and are giving away some things to you lead heads as well that participate, engage, share, Let people know, get the word out about Talking Lead and our AK Corner, which was presented by Pioneer Arms Corps. So go show them some love. X-Steel Targets, the best, most affordable AR-500 steel targets on the market today are X-Steel Targets. 
I know a lot of you lead heads have been adding the AR-500 steel targets to your arsenal, which I've gotten some emails in appreciation and thanks for the discounts that we've been able to get you guys on those. Uh, and that goes for all of our sponsors. If you use the code LEADHEAD, typically that's the code. At any of these companies' uh, websites, web stores, you should be a, you should be getting a, a nice discount. If you're not, let me know. It's either expired, they need to renew it, uh, or uh, they've set up something other than Leadhead. Uh, but you know, we try to try to reward you guys the best we can by getting you the best deals that we can from these companies. And X Steel Targets is one of those. So make sure you go show them some love and use that Leadhead discount code. Keltec, Keltec Weapons. I talked earlier in the show about the PLR-16 that I have been beautifying, I guess is the word that you could use. And it really looks good. I'll post some more pictures coming up so you guys can can see some of the things that I've done to that. And um, we're going to get Chad on. We're going to get Chad and Matt on in an upcoming episode. We haven't heard from them in a while. So we want to talk to them, see how the KS-7, their new single-tube 12-gauge shotgun, a bullpup shotgun uh, is doing, which I know uh, it's flying off the shelves. The same thing with that that new 22 long pistol that they have, the CP33, which is a a sub $500 gun. Uh, I think that's MSRP. So uh, if you can find it, which I know you know most of Keltech stuff are so hot, you know people are buying them as soon as they get into those stores. They're probably on waiting list uh, to get some of these these guns but the cp33 uh what's cool about it too is that it will hold 33 rounds in each of its magazines so go check them out keltechweapons.com and of course they've got all the parts and accessories for sale there and i'm working with them on uh, getting a discount code haven't got one set up yet but that's to come i'm sure we'll get that worked out and modern spartan systems for all your gun cleaning and lubrication needs modern spartan systems you really want to make your firearms more accurate, whether it's a pistol, whether it's a rifle. Go get you some of that Spartan accuracy oil. The stuff really works. You know, it's it's all kind of scientific stuff that they got behind that. Uh, you know, that's that's above my my pay grade. Uh, but we've had them on several times to talk about it. We're going to get them on again soon, and uh, just give you guys a refresher update on what makes their stuff really work and really good. And I've been using it for, you know, the past six years at least. And you've heard me talk about their TVT engine oil additive. You know if their stuff works good in guns, uh, they've got something for your engine that's really going to work good. And the OLED sled uh, has been running great with it. I've got to get a new uh, water pump, which, you know, their stuff don't work on water pumps. <laughs> so there's other things that wear out on my, my, my 98 Yukon, my 97 Yukon. Uh, that I got to get changed out periodically, but the engine is still running really good. No problems with my engine at all. Check them out, modernspartansystems.com. And another project that you heard me talk about is I was doing some updates to my 300 Blackout that I built a couple of years ago, the old Bo Frankenstein, and good buddies over at Mission First Tactical uh, sent me a handguard, buttstock, pistol grip, front sights and it really looks good it lightened it up i'm very pleased with uh, with the setup that i've got on that now i've got a couple other things i'm going to tweak on it but uh, other than that 
really, really, really digging my 300 Blackout. It's kind of one of those things, you know, it, <clears throat> it'd been sitting kind of in the back of my safe for a while and I was ignoring it. I was like, eh, you know, I kind of need to do something new to it. And it's like a new gun now, you know, just changing out the furniture made it a, a new gun and new interest and, uh, you know, taking it out and shooting it more. So, uh, you know, just, just little things like that. Inexpensive updates to your gun can, can really uh, make you appreciate them even more and, and use them more. So check out Mission First Tactical. And along those same lines, Palmetto State Armory uh, has sent me some things. Uh, like I said a couple other projects I'm working on. Uh, one was the, the, the Keltec PLR-16. Looks good. I got those parts from Palmetto State Armory. I've got a new buttstock that I'm going to be trying out. It's a it's a Zulu 2.0 adjustable stock from Odin Works, and uh, I just like the looks of it. And I thought it would look good on uh, another gun that I'm kind of refreshing up to add some life to it, uh, re-interest in it. But they've got lots of uh, they've got pretty much anything you need for your AKs, your ARs your pistols uh, of course you guys know that they even sell full you know, they've got a full line of firearms there as well that they sell uh, but for you people that are that are like me that kind of like to build your own stuff do it do it yourself DIY kind of guys Palmetto State Armory can't beat them on the prices so go check them out PalmettoStateArmory.com let them know that you're a lead head you heard about them here on Talking Lead and uh, that's another company we're going to try to I mean, even though their prices are already so amazing, try to get you guys a little extra something. something. So until next episode, Leadheads, keep those uh, comments, those jack wagons, those suggestions coming, talkinglead at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you're engaging with us on social media. And you never know, I might just pick somebody at random to win some cool swag, kind of like I'm going to do right now. So uh, on Instagram, so I'm just going to go to Instagram here and I'm going to go uh, and just scan through here through the likes and scroll, 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 And stop. Jessica.Stokes on Instagram looks to be, and I hope with that name, that she's a, a female female listener. Shoot me an email, talkingletgmail.com. And I will send you out some cool talking lead swag from our vault. I've got, uh, I've accumulated a lot of swag from Shot Show and Big Three East and all kinds of other things that I've been to in between. So uh, shoot me an email, Jessica, talkingleadgmail.com. Put uh, uh, just put I want some shit or something like that in the subject, and uh, that way I'll know. But that's how easy it is, guys. Just uh, get on our social media, comment, like, share. Be engaging with the other folks that are on there. Be polite. You know, unless they're not being polite, you have my full permission to attack trolls. So if you see some some trolly type comments on there, feel free to give them hell from what. So until next time, Leadheads, as always, keep your loved ones close and your firearms closer. Why hit that old Dusty trade here.